Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. The Vandy boys kick off camp. They open camp today, and basketball is hosting the Vols in Memorial Gym. We'll get to all that. Let's get it. You are Locked On Vandy, your daily podcast on the Vanderbilt Commodores, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Vandy Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Corey Burton. Thanks for making Locked On Vandy your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off of your first purchase. So baseball season is officially here, and by officially, the defending SEC champs open camp today, and they are thinking Omaha. They're having Omaha thoughts, and I'm not talking about Peyton Manning's production company. They are thinking about Omaha, and two guys that are going to be big, integral parts of this team to get them to Omaha, Carter Holton and Jaden Davis are those two individuals uh, amongst others. Carter Holton uh, is coming back. He he ended his season last year, uh, cut short due to injury. He had a 4.23 ERA. He was on pace to become the staff ace. But injuries cut his time short. And it's a shame because he was absolutely dealing, right? And then he had some uh, he had some issues there uh, with uh, with an ACL. So um, you, you've got a really good roster here for Vanderbilt, uh, and and it seems weird to say that this ball club was disappointed in being SEC champs, but they were disappointed in being SEC champs because they've got national title hopes, they've got Omaha hopes, uh, and and they they fell short in the super regionals uh, this past season. So uh, they're going to look to uh, to improve on that, and they've got some really really good pieces. Uh, they're starting with Carter Holton. Also, uh, Jaden Davis, shortstop, transfers in from Sanford, was an absolute stud there. He, he had a 30-game hit streak. He set the record for most hits in a season uh, at Sanford. He had a 625 batting average, and he is he finished third in the Southern Conference in all statistical categories, uh, all offensive statistical categories. He's going to be a huge piece of this lineup. I mean, anytime you can get your shortstop to be a really good hitter, that's extremely valuable. Now, where he'll slot in, where Tim Corbin will slot him in the lineup, unsure. Probably going as frequently as he hits, probably going to be the leadoff guy because uh, you always want your first guy to get on base, and he has an act for doing that. So um, I would I would think he's going to probably be your, uh, your leadoff hitter, maybe your two-hole hitter, uh, or sometimes – uh, they get fancy and and make make some of your better hitters your ninth hitters so that you know in, in innings where you have the wraparound of uh, eight nine one or nine one two or something like that um, you always get kind of like three leadoff types most of the time when you have uh, when you have the ninth 
batter coming up in, a, in an inning. So uh, defensively, he's great as well. I mean, he's going to be, like I said, he's going to be a big, big part of this Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt lineup and very super excited to have him. So, uh, and then Carter Holton again is going to be the best pit, is going to be one of the top pitchers in the country, uh, if not just the, the conference. It's going to be a loaded conference, man. Uh, Ole Miss is going to be good. LSU is going to be good. Vanderbilt, of course. Uh, Georgia will be good. Florida's usually pretty good. Kentucky's decent enough to make things interesting. Uh, South Carolina is always good. Arkansas always has a good team. It's a good conference. Mississippi State won the national title a few years back. Uh, so they're like not bad most years. And so it's going to be, there's no easy games. Your in state rival, Tennessee, they're always good. Uh, there's no, there's not going to be any easy games in this conference. And so you need a loaded lineup. And the, the main thing is for these guys to stay healthy. If they can stay healthy, I think the Vandy boys are going to be one of the tops in the country. They already come in uh, ranked six in the uh, in the perfect game rankings, uh, preseason rankings. Uh, they've got some some guys named to the All-American teams, stuff like that. So uh, I'm excited to see what this group has uh, for, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be Omaha or bust here. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm super excited about that. Uh, they have a really good non-conference slate. Um, as well, but uh, they open their conference play on March 15th against Auburn, which is never easy. Um, looking forward to this Vanderbilt team, um, and they are going, like I said, it's going to be they've got something to prove, okay? They've got something to prove, and with that, I think these guys are coming back hungrier. You have a lot of, you have a lot of experience returning uh, for Vanderbilt, and I am – I couldn't be more excited about that, too. It's, it's – uh, it, it is good. And, uh, you know, you've got – you know, they're going to have to make some cuts, too. they got to get down to 40 players. But, um, you know, can't, uh, I, I, like I said, Colin Barisi is going to be really good. Freshman catcher from Naperville. Um, I'm excited about this pitching staff especially. Um, you know, I'm excited about – Devin Futrell, left-handed pitcher, uh, 6'5", junior. Uh, there's some clips of him throwing bullpens. He's going he's gonna to factor in uh, to this rotation as well, so you're going to have a really good one-two one, one punch with him and, uh, and Holton. Uh, you're also going to have uh, – you know, there's going to be some other guys that, that had to slot in as well, and this is kind of like the uh, – this is kind of like the, 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 base, the base level uh, – preview we're going to get more in depth as as we go but uh you know carter holton again is, is somebody that I'm, I'm really really excited about um matthew polk uh you know is, is somebody Jaden davis the infielder um he's a cookville native so that's that's really good but um not to ramble too much but like this lineup has a lot of pizzazz and i and, and pitching is really the the main thing that matters when you go to omaha and that's going to be the thing that gets this team by is pitching. You know, you have a, you look to have a pretty deep bullpen. You have, you know, you you got to solidify your uh, your, your rotation, but you, you feel like you're going to do that. Um, you know, you, you get your weekday starters, uh, and then you solidify your Friday, Saturday, Sunday rotation, um, and and just kind of go from there. And if you can get those. 
if you can get those starters rock solid to where you feel good Friday, Saturday, and Sunday about winning, you can try different guys out during the week in some of these non-conference one one gamers. Um, but and then your bullpen. Like the thing about college baseball is, and it's like this to a certain degree in major leagues, but like having a really, really good bullpen is important. And I think Vanderbilt will have one of the better bullpens in in the entire SEC. So I'm 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 super stoked about that. Um you got some uh, you know, you got a good freshman class coming in. Um, you've got some seniors, Alan Espinal, uh, at catcher as well. So like, you've got kind of like a, you've got a, a veteran guy and then you've got Colin Barisi, uh, from Naperville, who's going to develop into a pretty good, he's a big stout catcher. Um, and Alan Espinal is a, a leader behind the plate. Um, I'm, I'm really, really pumped about that. Uh, some of the pitchers that, that you got on, on the staff are really, really good. Uh, Kaito Muto, utility freshman. I, I think he he'll have to fact like uh, all these guys are gonna have to factor in at some point. Some point, Braden Holcomb, Matt Austinfort uh, are, are gonna factor in. Then uh, some of your outfielders that you know they're gonna. It, it's it's just all it's all kind of all over the place, right? Not really all over the place is probably not the right word, but it's like there's a lot of options. Right. There's a lot of options and, and, and you love it. And, and it's, it's good. It's a good, it's a good problem to have. So um, we're, uh, we're all set for, uh, for baseball season. So a uh, couple things to note about training camp. It is op- the first weekend is open to the public. Here's the training schedule right here. All right. It's open training session. So follow Vandy boys on X for more information, but you have, Training and scrimmages um, all three days this weekend. Um, that last day should say January 28th, but that's Sunday morning. So you got Friday. Uh, training starts at 3. The scrimmage will then follow at 4.45. Uh, Saturday, it'll be a morning session, 10.30, uh, noon for the scrimmage. And then Sunday will be an early morning session, 8.30 for the training. Uh, 10 a.m. will we'll kick off the uh, – kick off the scrimmage so um come come support your vandy boys and uh it's uh it's like i said it's gonna be it's gonna be really really good and i i'm i'm super stoked that uh that this vandy team is going to be it's going to be something special and you can also go to uh, vucommodores.com as well to find more information parking maps logistic wise uh what to do so um you're going to get to meet your team. You're going to see who does what, and it's going to be all good. So uh, when we come back, we are going to, when we get back here, this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the running backs. We're going to feature another pre-spring position group, new coach Gali Muhammad Lankford, running backs coach from, recently hired running backs coach from New Mexico State. We're going to see what he has in the cupboard uh, coming coming to Vanderbilt, and we're going to talk about that, what they what we think they're going to accomplish and who's going to accomplish what. So stay tuned for that. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. So just think about this for a second. All right? What would you do? What could you do with an extra $100 in Vegas if you were there 
for the big game. What would you do? Would you buy yourself a great dinner? Would you blow it all in the casino? What would you do? Think about it. So as you think about it, just realize this. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. So there's a lot of things you can go to. You can find last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. The tickets are easy to find. They're easy to buy. Two clicks, that's it. You get the lowest price guarantee. You get view from all seats in the venue, event cancellation protection, all of that stuff. So Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Again, it's always good to know that you can see the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. That takes a lot of the stress out. You can buy tickets in seconds with two taps, and they show you your price totals up front. So you have all-in prices, so you know what you're, you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's a place to find last-minute seats. So find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on your tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section. Game time picks the seats. You have big-time savings because of that. And game time guarantees – the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's awesome. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Right now, all game time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code Vegas100. Terms apply or download the game time app. Use the code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket or... If you're not going to the game, use code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome back. Segment number two, Locked on Vandy podcast. Thank you for making Vandy your first listen each and every day. We hope you make Locked on SEC your second listen each and every day. Uh, Chris Gordy does a really, really good job with his show, so you should go download that and listen. So um, thank you to my everydayers. I can't thank you guys enough. Here's the scroll. That thanks you as well. Follow us on social media at Locked on Vandy. X and Instagram. So I uh, talked a little bit about baseball season. We'll get more in depth with the previews. I don't have to do a big long preview um, because we can break it up because we're, we're a daily show. It's the Vanderbilt Commodores every day. So um, knowing that 
spring practice is coming up. The running backs just hired a new coach. It's an interesting position. All right, there's a lot of guys there. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys positionally there, um, and I think it's going to be a pretty deep room, and it and it has to be because I think this is going to be one of the more important groups in the entire offense. Obviously, the offensive line is number one because everything, nothing can happen if you don't have a good offensive line. Now, that being said. With what Tim Beck likes to do, the system they like to implore with the RPOs, the double options, the triple options, all that good stuff. You have to have really good, savvy running backs, guys that can do multiple things, guys that understand the option game, guys that can be a factor in the passing game because they do like to involve their backs in the pass game as well. So. The three names that really kind of stand out to me at, at the running back position, I'm not going to go over every single name. Uh, and then later on, we'll talk about some of the impact freshmen uh, as they come in for summer. But um, Cedric Alexander, A.J. Newberry, and Chase Gillespie, um, those are the three names that really kind of stood out to me. Uh, those guys all got action during the 2023 season, which <sighs> sometimes you don't know if ex- – Experience is good experience because, well, let's just let's just be honest. Uh, it wasn't the best of seasons, um, but things weren't really good. They were running against loaded boxes. They weren't helping their offensive line. Um, but something that uh, will improve, obviously, with the scheme is that I think the offensive lineman will have a little bit easier of a time because it's not so predictable. You know what I mean? Like I think there was a lot of times where opposing defense coordinators were calling calling the perfect blitz. And that the perfect blitz doesn't doesn't exist unless you are predictable on the other side of the ball. So um, that being said, I, I think you're going to see a little bit less of that. Now, are they going to rush for like, are they going to be 2,000 yard rushers? Are they going to like all of a sudden lead the country in rush yards per game? Probably not. Um, but they will certainly improve and this will help their record. This will help their time of possession. This will help the defense and everything kind of goes off of it's all complimentary, right? So if you have a good run game, you're going to have a good pass game. If you have a good pass game, you're going to keep the ball. If you keep the ball, you chew up clock. You chew up clock, your defense rests. Your defense rests, they're fresh. If they're fresh, they can get after quarterback. They can create opportunities for the offense, short fields, things of that nature, momentum, et cetera. So I think an important position in that is the running backs because that's the group that if you can get the running game going and you have a good back that understands that can that can read creases and find find open run lanes and really just kind of finish runs like uh, for example uh, Kendall Milton and uh, Dejon Edwards in the in the bowl game against Florida State I know all of you saw that. Um, because uh, they dominated, they finished runs, they demoralized the Florida State defense, and it was uh, it was outstanding. So, um, just keep that in mind. I, I think out of all the, you know, Chase Gillespie got a lot of the early carries. Uh, Cedric Alexander and AJ Newberry both uh, also got action. Newberry probably got the least, I think. Um, but all, I, I think all of these guys do a lot of things well, which I think is valuable. Need not one of these guys is a superstar. Um, but I think that collectively, I think they can come together as a group 
and really kind of make a difference in the run game because, like, they – again, they have a little bit of versatility. I think Gillespie's probably the best receiver uh, that, that we have in that position. Uh, Cedric Alexander's probably kind of the best overall guy, and I think Newberry kind of just slots in uh, kind of in between. But, um, you know, I, I, think the, I think if you have three guys that are healthy that can run, that's extremely valuable. And, you know, Coach – Muhammad Langford has that with uh, with these three. They've signed some guys. They've got some guys committed. They're they're making now. They're making a concerted effort to uh, make that make that position group a priority, right? Outside of offensive line, which offensive line should always be a priority, no matter what. It should because you're going to lose guys. Guys are going to get hurt. Got there's going to be ten percent of the guys that aren't as good as you thought they were. Running backs are the same way. Right, you've got to have got. It's a it's a very physically demanding position, so you have to have people that can go. And if you don't, well, you're going to be in a world of hurt, right? So, you know, Cedric Alexander. My prediction, my bold prediction here, is that he's going to be the one that kind of breaks out of this group, right? He's going to be the one that you look at and you're like, okay, there he is. All right. Um, and he is somebody that excited. He's a sophomore, 5'9", 200 pounds from, uh, from Austin, Texas. Uh, some, A.J. Newberry is, the soft, is, a, is a little bit bigger, taller of a sophomore, uh, you know, kind of the same weight class. And then, of course, Chase Gillespie, a junior. They're all kind of the same size, similar build. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think Cedric Alexander is going to end up being, uh, being the guy. Um, before it's all said and done. That's my prediction there. He just smooth. He was SEC all-freshman. He uh, played all 12 games. He had 504 all-purpose yards. He led Vanderbilt in rushing and rushing touchdowns. He led SEC freshman with 371 rushing yards. Um, he was an honorable mention for the Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award. Um, he, uh, he had 96 carries. He scored a touchdown. Uh, He's, like I said, he scored three touchdowns. Um, he recorded a career-high 87 yards and two tuds against Alabama A&M. He's the first Commodore running back to score multiple touchdowns in a game since 20, since before COVID, right? He was very heralded coming in from, from high school. He was top 150 player in Texas. He was the 31st running back in the class by ranked by rivals.com. He was a unanimous three-star um, from all of the publications. Um, and uh, he played at Lyndon B. Johnson high school. He set Austin ISD career rushing and career touchdown records as a high schooler. So you've, you've got him kind of as the guy. So uh, that's why he was already the leader. So I think he's going to come in that way. I think it's his job to, to kind of lose and everybody else just to kind of fit in behind him. That's my prediction there. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Vanderbilt Gym, Saturday. That's tomorrow. Be there. All right, this episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are in full swing, and we're down to the final four, actually. So there's still time to get on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 bucks 
In bonus bets, win or lose, the app is so easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet. You can do same-game parlays. You can use the Explore tab and find some bets. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. That's usually the best and most popular way to find parlays. You can do the standard spread, money line, over-under as well um, if you just want to be basic. So um, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make your first bet a layup. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. All right, welcome back. Our third and final segment here on the Locked On Vandy podcast. Again, thank you for making us your first listen. Um, thank you to the everydayers. Without you, what would I have? Nothing. And we, uh, I couldn't certainly can't thank you enough. Make sure you like and subscribe um, and make sure you find us uh, wherever you find your podcast. So um, I'm excited about this game. Why? It's a rivalry game, right? So what happens is in a rivalry game, you have guys that are going to play extra hard. Last year, this game was a buzzer beater. All Tennessee fans, I went on the vault, the, uh, I went on the Fallen Out podcast. Those guys, um, well, they all remember that, and for good reason. Vanderbilt won on a buzzer beater. So, um, to be honest, it's uh, – well, to be honest, Vanderbilt's struggling right now. And I, I, I don't know that it's going to necessarily be about – what Tennessee does so much as to what Vanderbilt can do to uh, to stop them, right? The stakes are extremely high. And because of that, you know, you have, uh, well, let's just say that you have a lot of pressure. I think there's a lot of pressure on Jerry Stackhouse. So that being said, this will be an interesting one, right? Because you're not – yeah, you're not. It's not looking, not looking good. So, um, one name to be kind of looking out for, Dalton Necht. I think that's how you say his name. He is. Uh, he's been a consistent scorer for Tennessee. Um, he's going to give you double digits every single time. He's he's been on fire lately, um, and. He's got uh, efficient 27.2 points per game, um, but he's somebody that they're going to have to they're going to have to stop. So I, I think he's kind of the key guy for them for Rick Barnes. Um, I, I think watching Tennessee a little bit, they do a lot better at just kind of moving around um, and, and setting screens and getting themselves open and creating shots. Something that I've been saying Vanderbilt should do for a long time. Jonas Adu, Jonas Adu and uh, Zakai Ziegler also um, is, is uh, a duo that's really good uh, moving. Uh, Ziegler's averaging 15.2 per, uh, points per game uh, and 6.4 assists. Adu is averaging 16.2. So this team can really score the basketball. And what Vanderbilt's going to have to do, and luckily they are playing at home for this one, um, this could be – if they can win this game, it might give them some positive momentum 
to finish out the season. I mean, I know a lot of people are, are uh, you know, say what you want about Jerry Stackhouse, but like this game, if it gives you momentum, you just want to win ultimately. I, I, I don't think it necessarily matters who the coach is or who you want the coach to be. You just want them to win. And if they can win, that's a plus. And so with Tennessee, what you're going to have to do is, like I said, uh, those guys do a really good job of scoring. Their team does a really good job at creating open looks, moving the ball, pushing the ball down the court on the defensive end. Um, they make it difficult for you. They, they force you to kind of play from behind the, behind the arc. They, they rebound well. They're just a really well-put-together team. And also uh, streaky, though. So with that comes the streakiness. And if Vanderbilt wants any chance of winning this game, they when Tennessee goes into a cold streak, which is likely to happen, judging from the the Fallen Out podcast guys, they you know they made extra mention that they are also indeed a streaky team. Um, when they hit a cold streak, it cannot coincide with the Vanderbilt cold streak because. Vandy, if they're going to take advantage of this, they they have to nab the momentum when tennis what and and create the and get on the correct end of the ten to two runs or the twelve nothing runs. You know, Vanderbilt's been on the wrong side of those all season long because they can't shoot. Uh, for Vanderbilt, it's going to be getting uh, which I think he's he is heading really fast towards. Uh, being a viable candidate for uh, SEC Freshman of the Year, but that's Jason Rivera-Torres. Get him the ball. Let him score. Create opportunities for him. Ezra Magnon, get him to the rim. Get rebounds. Find a, find, a way to, find a way to operate without an interior game, right? Find a way to communicate on the defensive end so that Tennessee is not having open shot after open shot after open shot. Eventually, it gets really difficult to hit to miss open shots, right? No matter how cold you are, you're always going to hit open shots. So make sure that you uh, make sure that you do that, and make sure that you play uh, really, really good defense on that. So, um, but my prediction is Tennessee is going to cover the spread, and uh, that's my prediction. But unfortunately, that's the truth. But uh, you know, this Vanderbilt team has just got to find a way. If they can find a way. They can do it. And uh, that is very symbolic of where we're at on this show. Um, I'm at school. Those are censors. So this is going to do it for us here on the Locked On Vandy podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for being a part of what we do. And uh, we'll see you back here after have a great weekend. We'll see you back here Monday. Until then, anchor down.